Boy, howdy. <laughs> Hello, Reject Nation. Barbary Coast, The Boys, Season 3, Episode 3. Review, breakdown, recap, etc. Uh, this was a doozy of an episode, man. It's, it's been fascinating to watch this show evolve over time and evolve over release strategies, but... Uh, Thank you all, anybody who's listening to this right now. Thank you for joining us. If you want to check out the reaction highlights, you can do so over at our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash therealrejects. We'll be following along with each week's episode drop. And uh, if you want the full experience, if you want to sync up with your own copy and enjoy watching along with us like we're there in the room with you, come on over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash therealrejects. And finally, big, big thank you to Storyblocks for sponsoring this segment, this recap here. They have been uh, lovely to work with so far, and uh, yeah, they have a vast library of assets and whatnot that you can uh, use to spruce up any number of audiovisual projects. We'll get more into that later, but for right now, here we go. Let's talk about the show. Oh, the pain. Fascinating bookend. Oh. Oh, that's so cruel. That's <laughs> just the number one thing Homelander knows how to do is just find the cruelest possible thing. Oh, and surprise and surprise you with this. <laughs> I didn't see that coming at all. Oh. I have nipple chills, but not the good kind. Dreadful nipple chills. <laughs> <laughs> the most sinister nipple chills. <laughs> nipple shivers. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, that's a mess me up. That poor woman. That poor real life woman. Yes, <laughs> justice for Annie January. Yeah. Oh, that's that's sick. <laughs> so sick. <laughs> Disgusting. Ugh. But hey, everything's good with the deep. So, yeah, it's good. All right, let's talk about it. Well, hey, check out this word from our sponsor, Story Box. <laughs> Best sponsor. Love them. Yep. Let's lighten the mood a tad bit for just a... <laughs> yeah, thank you for sponsoring this video. <laughs> Thank you to Storyblocks for sponsoring this video. Being the cinematic artisans we obviously are, we are always in search of ways to make our videos look better, faster, and most of all, for cheap. Cheap is good. <laughs> and if you're a content creator or filmmaker or anything in between, you're probably in a similar position. It's tough to get your content looking as good as it can be without breaking the bank or burning yourself out in the process, which is why I heavily encourage you guys to check out what Storyblocks has to offer. Cheap is good. Do you feel like this is their way of telling us that the videos could be looking better? Yes. Whether it's the credibility of an exotic establishing shot, the soothing comfort of the perfect music bed, or just the satisfaction of increasing your graphical capability. Storybox has an incredibly inclusive and diverse library of faces, places, sounds, titles, transitions, filters, and effects. And more. Over a million assets, royalty free, and available for personal and commercial use with your membership. Sounds so affordable. <laughs> it is quite affordable. They have multiple subscription levels to suit your exact needs, whether you're an independent indie solo creator or a whole team. So if you want to learn more, head on down to our link in the description box and get started. That's at storyblocks.com slash rejects. Now, back to the video. Anyway. Yeah, that won't put me in a mood. 
I can. Uh, why? How? Uh, what mood? I feel affected by it. The other ones have left me more like <laughs> I'm jazzed, and uh, this one is. Uh, it's really interesting when you when you do the comparison of the release of season two and, and season three with the three episodes. Yeah, where season two was like building, building. Crazy! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it gets there, it's worth it. And then this was like crazy, crazy, and this is starts off crazy, and and then oh, wow, this is just really dark and uncomfortable. It starts crazy, and then it de-escalates into what's truly grim underneath the cool yeah. badassness. I like it. I like it. I I wouldn't have it any other way, to be honest. It is so unsettling and. And uh, it it it's it, uh, it's unnerving in a, in a way that is so it's uncomfortable. Yes, uncomfortable is like the most simple word I could find, but it's so <laughs> true because everything they're doing with the with these characters is because this was more like there's more somber moments. They have more dramatic moments. While even even when you're seeing payback in. Uh, where, where were they? Again? Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Yeah. <laughs> when you're seeing payback, uh, they're in the Reagan time. Uh, and there I thought it might be just be like, oh, wacky, you know? Uh, we're seeing this, uh, what, what, what some characters feel like spoof of the Avengers, you know? So obviously it was Soldier Boy and being like the Captain America, Swato kind of sort of reminded you of Ant-Man. Had a feeling it would be a little bit more <laughs> of that, that suicide, the Suicide Squad. That's kind of like a superhero thing to do now is introduce a team and kill off a bunch of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, they're all kind of dope, dopey characters, and then yeah, you watch them die terribly. Yeah, but even like a, a recent movie, and I won't say just in case people haven't seen it, but even in, yes. a, in a recent movie, in a recent some stuff happened. Comic book movie. <laughs> How many recent comic movies are there? You, you probably you know this what I'm talking was about. Released in early June, so just <laughs> think back. Uh, yeah, so even that, it's kind of a superhero thing to do. Although it's not like surprising here just because of the fact that Payback isn't a prevalent team uh, at the moment. But uh, but seeing the, the, the harrowing stuff that Mallory went through, that it wasn't that she's just some traitor that she was taken advantage of and used in this situation and experienced so much suffering and loss from it. And she has her core memory for why she goes after soups and why she hates Vought so much. And uh, and then everything with even A-Train, you know, might possibly going down the path of actually caring about the community, actually caring about black people in a way of caring about their suffrage instead of just, oh, I could capitalize off of the pain of black culture and use it as a way to lift myself up and be back in the seven as like top dog. But really, no, that's not the case. And, and now here he's being witness to that. You see him being affected by a real uh, element of real world crime that occurs. And of course, uh, you know, it, is, it was a fascinating bookend with Starlight to show her back with her mom of with stage mom being used and how she the clenching of the fist is a yeah act of uh, like directing the pain or kind of harm it's not really harming yourself but it can be if you go too hard you could like if you have long nails you can harm yourself but it is like um, directing the pain and now to be back here where she's just becoming so closed off again where she thought 
this would be her season as well, where everything would be good. And now it's worse than before. <laughs> you know, it's back to being taken advantage of. So, yeah, this was, <laughs> even with the Deep, I felt bad for him. Like, I admit, like, Deep's not a character I often feel bad for. He's someone who's only just pity, but uh, killing, uh, killing Timothy, that was messed up. That was really messed up. I'm an animal lover, so that really, really bothered me. I don't care about animals, so I thought that scene was hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> Eat it, you pussy. Yeah, <laughs> what's the big deal? It's just food. You're a coward. Uh, what's the diff? Everyone eats fish. Come <laughs> on, man. Climb that corporate ladder. <laughs> no, I absolutely agree. This has been a fascinating turn because, yeah, we've sat here and said, you know, each of these feels like its own kind of centered episode and it doesn't need, like, you know, the other episodes around it to feel complete or like a complete start. Although this first chunk as of this episode does kind of solidify something over the three, even though they do feel more independent than season two's kickoff episodes. Yeah, by this point, you get the full setting of the place that Homelander is under like just ex every time there's just exponentially fewer controls and safeguards on him and and that's something that each you know each season they're pretty good at, at developing these stakes where I'm like this could be like devastating to the entire world and how are they gonna figure this out and also top this or or you know come up with something just as engaging next season and I appreciate that they don't pull punches that way so yeah with Homelander Especially as of this third episode, you're sitting here going like, man, he, he really can do like whatever he wants and unless they find this weapon, but I have to imagine it's not going to ultimately come down to the weapon in the way that we expect. Like it really does feel hopeless as of this moment, this episode specifically, and two, you feel just the depth of depravity that propping all this stuff up requires and i feel like this episode being the one where huey and, and it's been interesting to watch his turn as well basically sort of surrendering to the idea of look yeah i tried to do it legit and even the legit way is filled with secrets and lies and, and horrific circumstances so starlight can you please just soldier through this and like it's really heartbreaking to watch that at the end because you know that there are so many overlapping contexts and you've got supersonic and you're like well maybe he will at least be an ally to her during this situation i could also really understand though how he could get suckered into this whole you know dog and pony show that is the seven and that is vought and that yeah just perpetuates this ever twisting just you know it spiral into the depths of awful human behavior and so yeah it's like everything starlight does from here on out seems like it's just going to be trauma and uh yeah to like center back in on that like the way that he has invaded and that he homelander like overtly uh just like sadistically exerts his control and authority over people is like is really unnerving especially when you think that yeah this is a really heightened caricature of various modes of pop culture and various aspects of society but at the same time especially in recent years of what we've learned is possible out there in the corporate and uh, socio-economic political worlds you know it also feels like it's echoing something true and and 
disgusting. And I mean, you know, it's just, we're watching this, not, not that there are super direct parallels, but it's like, it's funny to watch this while there's like a major, uh, you know, abuse and defamation trial happening in popular culture, because then you have examples of how those things happen, how they happen in entertainment scenarios and how they happen with these giant marketing apparatuses surrounding them to sculpt the truth. It, like, yeah, it's, it's nice because you've got all the cool superhero, you know, uh, edgy shit, but then you can think about stuff like that. And that's kind of the impression this episode left on me is that, you know? Yeah. It's cruel stuff. I think this this episode was showing that everyone's just giving into their darkness this time around. Like everyone is succumbing to the darkest parts of themselves. And the most desperate. Yes, and so, and, and in many ways, yeah. It's, it, it's for some people the most desperate and, and other ones like, like Homelander, there's nothing desperate about it to him. Uh, with him, he's just, he, I, 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 I think it's a commentary on Trumpism and in many ways, well, sure. uh, like there's other types of personalities, but again, knowing who this show's developed by the producers involved and how outspoken they are, a lot of the commentary of, of this guy of, you know, I want to be loved and if I can't be loved, I will gladly be feared and I will ruin your life is just so diabolical which is a big theme with some of these characters diabolical usually being like oh so fun and messed up this is this is uh psychologically messed up butcher succumbing to his own darkness when he was on a path of filling himself with more light you know he, he reached a breaking point but then he rejects ryan and hurts him and you could tell how tortured he is by such a decision but he gave into his darkness. He was giving into his darkness. Starlight's giving into her darkness. Everyone is giving into their darkness. Frenchie um, coming to terms with he's not a leader, <laughs> and he is often used as you know, as as the that, that woman put it, like a, a dog, you know, who just always needs someone to take orders from and work for. And even then, you see that moment where when he's talking with Butcher. And he says no, and he's and we see how how the scene beforehand, how he wants nothing to do with this woman, and it hates this whole possibility of going back to her and stuff. And it took it took him some balls to stand up to her. And then Butcher pushes just a tiny bit, huh. and you can see Butcher's putting his foot down for it, and he gives in. Everyone's just giving in. It's it's it, this was a really dark episode to me. This was a very, very dark episode. The Deep, even. Like, eating oh, his own friend. Yeah, the whole thing with his wife. Well, his wife is... Too. Yeah. Celebrity wife. <laughs> yeah. Fucking goddamn opportunist wife. Yeah. <laughs> and good... I, I like the casting, too, for young Mallory and young uh, 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 Stan Edgar, too. I thought Stan Edgar felt like an impression. Yeah, like a <laughs> like a, a solid impression, but also too like I'm not lo I'm more focused on like this is not a bad impression. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the, especially the one who played Grace Mallory, I thought she did a terrific job and did a lot to humanize her experience. Ah, poor Ryan. I yeah. really liked what they were doing. I was I was really happy about 
uh, that was an unexpected dynamic that the trailers didn't even lead on mm-hmm. is something that this, sh- this show would be doing with them getting along. Like that's heartbreaking. I've never quite been heartbroken with this show. Yes. As much as I love it. They well, did some things here that like really hurt. <laughs> well, and because with Ryan, I think that's great because you have such a thin line. Like you can see how just a couple of the right traumatic moments could, you know, warp this kid not to the same degree as a Homelander, but in a way that is sort of unmitigated and volatile. <laughs> yeah, and, and could get to there because you obviously of who his dad is. Uh, and so, yeah, I feel like it's heartbreaking. And there's just bigger stakes because it's like if anybody needs to be looked out for and and you know nurtured the right way, it's, it's probably this kid. Well, uh, they do a lot of, in this show of viewing the world through media. Yeah, and, you know they, they often have, even at the beginning of this episode, there's those sequences where people are watching the world unfold through television. You know, controlling the media, media propaganda a lot of the time, and. And you think about a character like Ryan, who is, who did accidentally murder his own mom, and who is the dad is celebrated as this glorious hero, yeah, super loved. He knows the truth that he is villainous and vile, and then you get rejected by surrogate father, and surrogate father leaves you saying, "What you did to your mom, it's like you." To me, that's scary. Like, wow, I butcher. You know, if you wanted to leave, fine. I mean, not fine, but don't push the kid down a path that could yeah. eventually snowball him. It's not the <laughs> yeah. same as telling your dog to leave. Yeah, <laughs> in some old movie. Yeah, that's that. To me, was very. That was very. Um, I was like, that was not a smart choice that was at rash. all. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was like, that could lead to some terrible consequences. Yeah, when they're standing by the window and he's like, I feel so bad. I'm like, maybe you could have chosen a different way to do the same thing you just did without. And I know that part of that is a snap in the moment, but it's also like, I, I, I need to separate myself from you because of all this danger. You know, it is interesting what they're unpacking, and I wish that. I kind of wish the trailers didn't show us that Jensen Ackles is alive. <laughs> yeah. Or that he's being stored somewhere for a resurrection in modern day time. Yeah. yeah. It would be nice to just have it be a surprise. Like, oh, he's playing him in the flashbacks. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Good to know. Cool. And it's nice to have him here, but I won't get too, you know, uh, uh, attached or, or, or you know, uh, intent on, yeah, a certain version of this. But yeah, I, I think this. I think what this is showing is like we always know that there's the, the, the line that Homelander could cross to being uh, the person who commits mass genocide. We we know that he could. He's capable of that. Like the way he flips that conversation with Starlight, like the, the last season ended with the leverage of you will not be loved. You know they they had the crowd noise of him thinking a bunch of people are chanting Homelander. That's the thing he lives for. He wants to be loved. And, you know, he goes, yeah, but if I, he could, if he has nothing to lose, then screw it. He'll just, he'll just world domination, global domination, global destruction. And I keep thinking, like, there's got to be something that they developed as a fail safe to take him out. There has to be something along the way that they developed where, if, worst case, if we need to, because, like, Stan Anger shows no fear towards him. Yeah. And sometimes I go, are you sure you want to be that way around him? <laughs> because yeah, what do you got, man? 
What you, what true leverage, especially now, do you have? And I almost wonder if this season might set up for a Stan Edgar death. <laughs> well, I think he likes to watch people suffer in all kinds of ways. It doesn't matter what it is, but that's what he, he gets off on that more than anything else is watching people suffer and uh, like inviting the deep back in as a way to make starlight suffer but then to also torture the deep is is so such a safe spirit like he's such a sick guy yeah. and uh he's always got to reinforce his control by by breaking the people around him and you know in that speech he's giving him like i could do whatever i want and people will love me like that's the key and I don't know. It's like he forgot some things he did last season, then. Or, or he's just not going to care about a certain demographic. Yeah. He's not going to care about them. You know, like, oh, your points dropped with these urban communities. But this community really loves you. So I'm just going to lean into that. What, and because in last season, there were the, the people were protesting against it. Like, even this season starts off because of things he did. Yeah. And, you know? Um, but there is a group out there that really will, depending on how he, how he handles his composure and confidence around situations. That, that, that's the thing is like, if, if you are someone who can proceed with like no fucks given, you're just going to be a really strong and you're just going to be confident in what you're doing. I'm not wrong. I'm not going to apologize for shit. Yeah you will attract an audience <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and who doesn't people keep... love people who tell it like it is but when you try to be apologetic or try to spin it on something else people you know get mad at the fact that they feel there's they're looking at a lie they're looking at a mask yeah you know weakness <laughs> yeah where it's like if you just show who you are underneath you will find the people because at the end of the day there's always this level of some type of whether it's good or bad if you're there's something about honesty that's appealing yeah um well yeah i'd follow homelander that's good yeah, it's the that's depths of this world you should into the depths of depravity <laughs> and beyond i'd do it no matter but, what you have to eat no well even yeah with, even with huey though like telling her telling starlight you know at least he's honest with her, as opposed to bullshitting her about stuff. But even telling her, like, yeah, you gotta suffer, and I'm putting your life uh, uh, on on edge entirely. Yeah. You're, you're at risk at every moment now. Because we have a cause we gotta fulfill. Oof. You're gonna lose her, man. I think one way or the other. They can't, they can't, that's, that's the rule of romantic couples in these kinds of shows. Can't stay together forever. What's Supersonic's power? You know, they they talked about it. <laughs> can he get? Can he get? Does he have like supersonic speed abilities? Supersonic agility, or is it like some kind of wave projection? I know they did that American Hero, you know, in the show that they're doing here. They did some obstacle course bit, but it was very brief. And the rest of the time, he's just behind the scenes on the show. Or dancing and singing. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see it. We'll see. I mean, we'll, I imagine now that he's part of the seven, we'll see him do some stuff yeah. out in the field. <laughs> I wonder how that character is going to, going to twist too, because they've developed him thus far as a pretty upstanding 
person and they talk in this episode about like, you know, I was an addict and I had all this recovery to do and it seems like he's really done it. But also I know that, you know, you got a character like Homelander who if he gets even a whiff of that history, he's going to, you know, use that to his advantage. So I'm very worried for that character because he seems so wholesome right now, especially mm. with everything they've had, like all the opportunities he's had to be skeevy about the Starlight and Huey business and all that stuff. But yeah, this was this was maddening in a lot of ways, this episode. <laughs> maddening and, and soul crushing. All right. Well, we're done. <laughs> Thanks for being here. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well. See you guys soon.